Assalamu alaikum brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode of the Ark of Thoughts podcast. In today's episode, myself and Kasim, we're going to be talking about social media, um, its benefits, its negatives, uh, what are our thoughts about it, and um, some advices that we, we implement and that we use uh, to inshallah help in your journey of navigating the world of social media, shall we say. Um, but before we get started, inshallah, as always, Please do hit the like button, uh, do subscribe to keep up with our content and share with your friends and family if you uh, find what we talk about and what we discuss beneficial, inshallah. So, Kasim, let's get started. I want to start this conversation today first about a concept or like a, a word that I'm going to class, sorry, I'm going to define as going rogue, right? And what I mean by going rogue is living your life without using internet, without using social media, um, without potentially using a smartphone, maybe as three separate things and we can talk about each of them in turn. What are your thoughts about it? Okay. Um, I mean, the way that I see it is living your life without internet in this day and age, I just don't think that's possible. Okay. Um, Living your life without social media, I think that's debatable. It's possible, I reckon. so I think that's a more interesting conversation. And living a life without a smartphone, again, I think it's possible. Um, I know some people that do do, do that. Um, where they basically they don't they don't have a smartphone, they just have one of them old sort of Nokia brick style phones or something. Um and that's that's the way that, that they live their life. What are your thoughts about that? About all three or take it in turn if you like. Um, let's start with living your life without internet. I think that's the easy one. Do you reckon it's possible? Um, t- it, it just it just depends what you mean with internet. Uh, are we talking about complete no internet, nowhere in your life? Uh, you don't use it for emails, uh, work emails, anything like that. Or are we talking about okay, we use internet, but it's very limited. Yeah, like a limited a limited use of internet. Oh, yeah, like definitely. I, said, I don't think if if it's limited, mm-hmm. I think it's possible. Okay. I think only use the internet for those things you need to use it for. I think okay. it's definitely, uh, definitely possible. Right. Uh, you won't face any restrictions in your life, and you'll be able to live a normal life. Okay. But living a life without internet, without having any of these sort of gadgets, not gadgets, but any of these sort of uh, tools of how do you say communication, I think would make your life very difficult. I think that it would be very hard to function. Yeah. There may be people out there who don't have a smartphone, but they will have access to internet, mm. and. Just because you don't have access to internet on your phone doesn't mean it doesn't bring the same problems as just having it on your laptop or other things. Okay. Okay. So it's all about how we actually use the internet, not what we use the internet on. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, not having a smartphone does have the benefits of not wasting as much time. Yeah. But you can still fall in the same traps of just being on your laptop and being on a computer or being on a tablet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But living like living your life without the internet completely, I think that would be very very difficult. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, you don't need to agree. <laughs> no, no, I know that I don't need to agree with you, Kasim. Um, <laughs> but what I'm, what I'm trying to say is that personally, I don't. Is it possible? Is it not possible? For our age, I'm talking like our age group and our demographic and the kind of people that be watching. I, I don't think really you can you can live your life with even like limited use of the internet as well. Um, really? I think you're gonna you're gonna end up like. Socially recluse, potentially. When you say limited um, use, what what do you define by that? What do you mean? 
interesting question actually what, what do i mean like one could argue that the the internet is only used for the sake of work purposes um that could be classified as limit as limited use but you do use the internet for non-work purposes as well yeah. you use it for like personal reasons as well um i'll give a simple example of like maps for example you need to go somewhere yeah. um i don't know i think this actually yeah, i think this topic this thing about talking about it's very subjective isn't it it's very yeah. subjective it's up to a person yeah to make his own sort of opinion we can't be the opinion for everybody yeah i also don't think it's that fruitful i mean to be honest talking about the use of a limited internet um if that makes sense there, there are going to be people and situations and societies and and uh, communities where they have limited access to the internet and they get by perfectly fine. We're obviously talking about it in the context of um, in the West where we are, uh, and obviously Muslims and young Muslims um, in particular. I don't know. I don't think it's really possible. I think, and I don't think that there's much fruitful conversation there either as well. I think the more fruitful conversation is around. Um, whether or not we need a smartphone and whether or not they use the social media. Okay. okay. Um, now, I'll start with the smartphone because I remember when I was younger, I went through a bit of a phase about this um, where I basically said, well, I was thinking to myself and I was going like seriously, seriously thinking about it where I thought to myself, a smartphone is really not adding any benefit to my life. Um, in fact, I think it's wasting more of my life than I'm actually getting benefit from it. Do I really need it? I'm going to get rid of it. And basically, I'm going to go to a break. Um, and I thought about it for quite a while. I remember I did have a conversation with one of my friends as well, um, where we talked about it. And he was he was more on the side of, no, you'll need it. And I never did take action on this, of just getting rid of my smartphone. I have been away, like times before where I've not taken my smartphone with me, um, spending maybe a month away um, from from having my smartphone. It does you a world of good. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But I don't think like, maybe people who are in the older generation might be able to live without their smartphone. I think in our generation, I think it, it does become difficult. Um, I think going back to some of the reasons that my friend mentioned back then, and I'm recalling from many years back at the moment, um, which is why I'm struggling a bit. But I remember, like, you know, there are basics that your smart, there are certain basic amenities that your smartphone provides to you, which, when you don't have them, you realize very quickly that your life becomes very difficult yeah. without them. Um, for example, things like your emails. Um, you tend to get like a lot of information through your emails and stuff. Um, the other thing is like the access to information really easily. Um, information that's beneficial train times yeah one example yeah 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 um maps is another one um when especially when you're traveling in places that you don't know you just take your phone now and you instantly know where you are or yeah. know where you need to go to get to get to where you need to be um just search for halal food places yeah, to yeah, eat yeah. in a different city yeah for example yeah yeah you couldn't do that without a smartphone yeah yeah um so i think that's that's my two pence worth I think I've come to the conclusion now that no, um, in this day and age, we do need smartphones. And I think there's a really interesting conversation. This is, I mean, this is what I see as part of this channel and the reason for this channel, Kasim. There are 
many people who are going to disagree with us on the points that we're going to make today and points that we've made in previous episodes as well. For example, there are people that are going to say, no, you don't need a smartphone. You can live your life without a smartphone. And I agree on the thing of you don't need it. It's not a fundamental of your life, right? The same thing with social media, and we'll get to that in a second. You don't need it, right? You can live without it. And probably the ideal maybe in terms of your life in and of itself and living as an individual, not part of society, living as one basically, um, I agree social media doesn't really have a place in a lifestyle like that. Um, But the whole point of this channel is, and inshallah the audience of this channel uh, that we're trying to speak to as well, is we're not talking about what's ideal or what's the ideal for one person or one individual, but more what's pragmatic and what's practical in our lives as youngsters and as young adults and as young Muslim adults, sorry, living in the West. Um, and there's like, um, it's a nuance and it's a fine balance. We're um, still, how do you say, navigating our way in life. Yeah, yeah. Because the West is always coming up with new stuff for Muslims to adapt with mm. and to actually take something and scan it is this good? Is this bad? Will this mm-hmm. benefit me? Will this not benefit me? And we're always navigating. You yeah. know, the West is con- continuously like making progress forward. Sometimes good things, sometimes bad things. Mm-hmm. And it's all for us on how we deal with it. And, like wh- what we're trying to say is that you can't just shut off from the society that you're living in. It won't mm-hmm. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You can't become like a social recluse where you you want to. I mean, there's a famous saying, isn't there? The um, the lonely sheep is devoured by the wolf right and that's essentially what what somebody who advocates for no use of smartphone or no use of social media that's essentially what what they're creating they're creating um a social outcast essentially um at the same time there you gotta have perspective as well that there's one side of becoming a social recluse by not using social media at all or not using a smartphone etc etc but on the other side, you have those people who use these things but go on the complete opposite yeah. side and they end up going into traps, um, doing things that they aren't meant to be doing. Um, and that that's the, the, that's the other aspect of it. We, we like, Even Islam, we, we just, he just advocates for taking this middle path of being mm-hmm. balanced being. It's not being, how do you say, an extreme on each side, not being completely left-wing or right-wing. Mm-hmm. It's about being in the middle. Mm. And coming to, how do you say, uh, logical sort of conclusions or logical sort of findings which will help you in your life. Mm-hmm. Because any person, honestly, they say like the left wing or the right wing, just like almost as close as each other. Mm. We take the middle path or we take something which is very, very moderate in mm-hmm. that sort of sense. And how do you say, we don't, like we just said, we don't shun everything away. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. Our, our life will become difficult to live and we'll fall into other things which you know may be maybe more harmful mm-hmm. um so yeah i think like i've already touched upon that but like that our view is social media is essentially what we're trying to say is social media has its benefits it has its negatives um it's up to an individual to make sure that they don't fall into the negatives and to take benefit from the positives um it's, it's, it's a means to an end yeah it's not the end goal yeah it's just there to facilitate certain things mm-hmm. and to Social media is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a certain purpose for it. Use the good and leave the bad. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that entire social media is good. No, it's not. We understand there's negatives. But there are some good things which you can take from and benefit from as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about that then, Kasim. Right, um, 
positives of social media. Kick us off. What do you think is give us a positive of your use of social media or what you see is beneficial from social media? Uh, social media is that very very fast. It depends on what apps you have, mm-hmm. what sort of networks you're on, mm-hmm. and a person uh, he can individualize anything he wants now. On YouTube, for example, he can follow whomever he wants. He can get sent set subscriptions, and he can watch what he wants. One is feed. He will always have set a sort of content content coming on, which feeds to his sort of liking. Mm-hmm. Now, us guys, we can honestly take a lot of benefit even from YouTube. There's so many things that we can learn about mm-hmm. that has been there and that are helpful resources. Uh, so that's one thing I do is like personalize whatever you use. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I don't have certain apps because I don't see any benefit inside them. But other people mm-hmm. may do. Mm-hmm. And it's subjective to a different person, every single person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like, obviously the, the obvious thing to mention here is social media is only beneficial in the drips and drops that you're using. Yeah. Not as like your be all and end all no. and that's all you do all day. Um, and there's definitely, like you said, there's already, there's benefit from it in terms of you've mentioned about content consuming of content, um, which is of benefit. And there are many, many people who have created content, which is of benefit. Like there are scholars out there that are producing some amazing content, um, for people like us that we can take benefit from. There's people who have basically, um, comment done entire playlists on, classical works, classical books, um, whether that be in the Arab in in the Arabic language or whether that be in English. Um, there are lectures there that we can take benefit from. There are dudus and classes um, that take place online as well that are hugely beneficial. Um, and social media has this massive benefit of reaching people um, who un- otherwise would potentially seem unreachable because I think sometimes we forget this, that Whilst me and you, Kasim, we live in a community in which there are Muslims all around us, not every Muslim around the world and not every Muslim in the West benefits from those types of sites. Like, for example, we have masjids, masjids, plural, uh, masajid, masajid, <laughs> um, that are around the corner. Right? We, we can literally take the pick of which masjid we want to go pray, our Maghrib Salah or our Isha Salah, whatever Salah it may be. Okay? But... There are many, many Muslims that live in the West that unfortunately don't have that benefit. Um, they aren't within reach of the masjid. They aren't within reach of people who can teach them about Islam. So unfortunately, their only way of gaining access to Islam is through social media. In which case, social media has provided a, a tool through which these scholars can reach such people. Um, and that's a massive benefit that you can, you have the potential to have a great reach out there and inshallah be of benefit to many people um the other thing the other benefit that i see are like social media is you can join and you can promote causes which you you may otherwise be unaware of uh within your own societies you know within your own community you might not be aware of certain things that are happening around the world and you can join within that cause like recently i found out um i think within lebanon there's been a recent spike in terms of like prices of of goods of amenities um when i talk in a spike i'm talking like in the hundreds of percent spike like things have just got ridiculous right um you want to go buy some bread and is now what you used to pay for it you're now paying almost a thousand percent more right i would have had no idea about this if it wasn't for social media and also i wouldn't have been able to provide my own assistance 
were they not for social media? Okay. Um, the other thing is like um, we now have access to alternative media. Um, whilst we have the mainstream media and the mainstream news, we all know that there is some sort of filtration that goes on within the mainstream news. They filter out what story they want to put out there and what side of the story they want to tell. And unfortunately, at the moment, we are the people who have benefited negatively from that because the Muslim perspective is not within the mainstream yeah. mainstream news, where social media allows us, as Muslims or our Muslim causes, um, to be promoted within our own communities by our own people. And that's a massive benefit, you know, um, that we, we get to see this. Otherwise, we're not for social media. We would become unaware. Yeah, definitely. Um, it allows you, in a sense, in a sense, not like in, in its entirety, but to become like a sort of international citizen, hmm. in where you know what's going on in other parts of the world, in where you understand where there are struggles, uh, where there are changes taking place, which maybe ten, fifteen years you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like, just before Ramadan, uh, the Palestinian issue, because of the, the use of social media, activists, people recording, people taking videos, the Muslims around the West or even in the world. Got to know that okay, this was happening in Masjid Raqsa. Mm-hmm. This is the footage, this is the evidence. Mm. Before you didn't have that. And sometimes, like, I was saying to one of my friends, is that sometimes you know, a video it brings more reality to your life than some, like, maybe a writing will ever do. You know, sometimes you see a video and it really changes you, really, it really affects you. You know, this is the effect that social media will have mm-hmm. and does have and has had on people. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um... I think the other sort of benefit is like for businesses and enterprises as well, where like classical methods of advertisement were, were used. Social media has now provided a platform in which essentially like anybody, free marketing. Anybody um, can do it now. Yeah, anybody can do it now. You don't have money um, or resources. Yeah. Um, if you have a business idea and you start up, you have the potential of reaching your business out far and wide um, freely and the more people that you obviously get on the bandwagon the more sort of snowballing that you're going to have um which are fantastic because now you've got people who are starting things from their own homes um and coming out with fantastic ideas to benefit the people at large and muslims muslims as well um which is fantastic it's good that you know what people can actually make their livelihood off off the internet Mm -hmm. you know with a skill that they have which may not have been appreciated maybe 10 15 years ago because they didn't have the resources of having a shop while paying rent and bills and stuff like that Mm -hmm. now they can just do it from their own home and you know what they can do what they want yeah and what one other thing i want to say is that there's so many good communities online uh, there are so many people out there who are creating like positive communities that one of our friends I won't mention his name he's actually doing like a 75 day challenge mm-hmm. in where he where there's this community of young boys who they have this like sort of mentor and he tells them that every single day you have to do one indoor exercise one door exercise mm-hmm. you've got to go uh, you've got to read 10 pages from a non-fictional book every single day you've got to eat clean meaning that you can't eat any junk food you've got to prepare all your meals You've got to think, um, what's the other thing? And yeah, you've got to drink, he said, oh, what, two gallons of water every single day. Mm-hmm. But he's part of this community now, and he's going through this challenge, and, he, and he's saying that, you know what, I'm finding it difficult, but you know what, because there's a community there, it's becoming easier because people are going through the same difficulties. Mm-hmm. You know, And there are so many good, so many good things out there. Yeah, you yeah. know, There are uh, people that you can get for counselling that maybe you don't have access to in your own area. Mm-hmm. Uh, even like somebody just to talk to or just to make friends and pen pals. It's, there's so much stuff out there that you can't benefit from. Yeah, I think going back to the thing about advertising as well, one thing you're talking about from the business perspective of, of the entrepreneur themselves, 
on the flip side, as a consumer, you now have access to so much as well. Oh, yeah. um, I remember like my brother asked me, I think it was this yesterday, he was, um, he, he started this course, but he was asking me, you know, how do you find out about like so many of these X, Y, and Z different courses? And one of the things, obviously you build like a network, your own personal mm-hmm. network, but at the same time, social media is a big benefit in this as well. Like you can find out about so much, so much courses and content that are being created by our LMA um and the sites like that are producing fantastic stuff um and you know some of them are being produced free for us you know just to take benefit from um and through the use of social media these things have been pushed out and we've gained access to them where normally if we didn't live within their community we wouldn't gain access yeah. access to them um i don't know is there any other positives that you want to mention or shall we move on to the negatives uh all right let's move on okay <laughs> um I think before we sort of get into the negatives, I think it's very important that we sort of had this understanding that, you know, all of these social media apps, be it Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever they may be, you know, there's there's a whole load of them. Um, they're out there to make money. Um, and there's an interesting conversation to be had about um, if you don't pay for something, understand that you yourself are what's being sold. <laughs> okay. And it goes back to this thing, I mean, a couple of years back, and I'm sure you remember about Cambridge Analytica and when they got busted about selling data and stuff. Um, But whilst we are consuming these social media apps, because we're not paying for them, it's really important that you realize that it's very possible, highly likely, most probable, that we are the products um, and we are what's being sold. It's really, really important to understand that, that these, these platforms, they are all businesses. and they're all being made to keep us hooked, you know. Um, the owner of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, doesn't think to himself, oh, do you know what, I just want my Facebook users to use Facebook for 5, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, and that's it. No, he's out there to get you to use Facebook for as long as is possible, you know. Um, companies that make smartphones, their whole thing is that they want you to buy their phone, and then a couple of years down the line, or even a year down the line, they want you to buy the next one, and then the next one, and the next one, right? Look at Apple, for example, right? They've just released the iPhone 13. Okay. If you were to, if I was to show you a picture of the iPhone 13, Kasim, and I was to show you a picture of the iPhone 12, I'm sure you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Okay. Um, because they basically, on the exterior, they've been made like for like. Okay. Basically. Um, but the whole point is that they are trying to sell something to us, or we ourselves are the product. And it's really important to sort of get our head around that. Um, and to protect ourselves as best as we can. This is where we have to think about what we're putting out there and essentially what in our life should stay private remains private and what we are happy to sort of allow to become part of the public, we let that out into the public. Does that make sense? Well, it definitely. Um, and I think like this is really important, you know, shelter your life, which is which doesn't deserve or doesn't need to be within the public image. You know, um, I'll give a classic example. I've, you know that I've just become a parent. Okay. And whilst I've mentioned on this podcast that I'm a dad, you will not find a picture of my son that's out there, you know, um, because that's not something that I wish to share. Firstly, I don't think that I should be sharing pictures of my son. Okay. Um, but it doesn't need to be. People don't need to see, you know, those people who who have love for him, and who want to be around him, 
feel free to come to my house. You know, I'm not going to turn you down. Okay. Um, but the rest of the people, they don't need to know him. They don't need to see him. Um, and I do think that he needs to be sheltered from that. Okay. Um, the other thing is like, you know, even like my relationship with um, my wife, I don't need to publicize that. You know, these things don't need, in my eyes, these things don't need to be public. Okay. Um, yes, social media has its uses, but I, the way I see it is it also has its boundaries as well. And there are certain things that, you know, I don't, I don't cross. I'm not willing to show, um, show that. And I, I'm well aware that other people's limits are going to be different. Where people draw boundaries is going to be different. Okay. Um, and I guess this is, this is where potentially um, some people are going to disagree with us. And that's fine if you disagree with us. Um, at the end of the day, these are what our opinions are. Um, if you draw the boundaries elsewhere, let us know what your boundaries are and, and why that may be. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Kasim? If a person is really happy in his private life, he doesn't need to display it to everybody. That's what I believe anyway. Mm -hmm. And the majority of people that you do see online uh, who do display everything about their life are usually quite, I would say, empty. Mm. Why? Because if you have like something which is special in your life, uh, why would you be on your phone at that time? Mm. If you were in a special moment, if you were in a special place, like for me personally, you would be taken in that sort of moment. You wouldn't be on your phone showing to everybody else and why would you need to show it to everybody else mm -hmm. when a person's happy he doesn't need to shout from the rooftop that he's happy mm -hmm. he's happy he feels it he yeah. knows it doesn't need to tell everybody else and like you said the, these boundaries like let's say i'm not married okay and uh I, but i just don't understand like these men who like uh there's a sort of thing now on social media where they have like these couples and they just like do everything together and they just have these pranks and jokes and stuff and i just like i don't understand like there's so, there, so muslims are, are there and how can you display your wife from the entire world? Mm. Something that I don't understand. How can you display your kids, uh, your personal life? It doesn't need to be out there. You know, we use, we use social media, we're making this podcast, but this is like information that we think is beneficial, but we don't share everything about our lives, those things which are personal to us. Mm. You know, keep them to that because not everybody looking has got the best sort of intentions for you or want to, wants good for you. Yeah. You know, it's... Yeah. I think, okay, so the next sort of negative that I want to talk about is like being addicted to notifications and stuff. And I just found this out earlier today, actually, um, that even the chime of your notification, Kasim, is made in a way to bring you to your phone. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> right? That's mad. That, when I heard that, I, I just thought that's like, that's just crazy to think about. That even to an extent that companies invest in making the chime or the, the tone in such a way that of a notification that it immediately draws you in. And this is a thing that as soon as we hear our phone go off, it immediately snaps our attention away from whatever we're doing. Okay. And I just want to give like a, a little short anecdote. I remember I was in a biology exam, must have been like year 10, year 11. Um, you'll remember the old high school um, sports hall, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember I was in there, I must have been in like the second or third column. And I had my phone in my pocket. Still remember to this day which phone it was, right? And um, obviously, no phones are allowed in in your pocket or anything. And I must have forgotten to put that phone on silent. And what it was at that time, for some reason, I don't know why, you could have a setting of if you're if you get like a text message, then the notification goes off. But if you don't open the message then every two minutes you'll get like a little buzz. So I remember like 
at the point I got a text message and bang on at that point the deputy head was like walking past me and obviously I can hear the buzz in my pocket and he's walked past me obviously he's not heard a thing but can you imagine what my heart was like I'm fairly sure I was like 15 minutes into this exam yeah and every two minutes after that is buzzing 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 yeah so I'm just thinking what the heck man what's going on and at that point you don't know whether it's just one message or it's like multiple messages are coming through or what you think somebody's died. Yeah, right? But even then, like, my heart's in my mouth because I'm thinking if this guy, if my deputy head realised I've got a phone in my pocket, I'm disqualified from this exam and it was like a the proper exam. Anyway, I got out from the exam hall. I checked my phone and guess who the message is from? O2. O2. <laughs> O2. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Can you imagine where my concentration was? Yeah. Okay. And obviously, this is like an extreme anecdote at the end of the day. But even then, like we all know, we're doing something, our, our concentration, our focus is on one thing. And all of a sudden, we hear our phone buzz from one side of the room in our pocket from elsewhere. And immediately, like our attention is gone. You know, our attention is there. Because that's, that's the way that we're wiring our brains at the moment. We're spending so much time on these apps that it's, it's consuming us. Yeah. Um, it's changing the way that we are to an effect where... There's even something that's been um, something that's been found out. It's called the uh, what's it called the phantom vibration syndrome, Cassim. Okay, um, I'm fairly sure there's people that have experienced this. I think I'm one of them, if I admit that I've experienced this as well. That we're so used to our phone buzzing or our phone making some sort of noise that every now and again we feel as if a notification has come through, oh, yeah. or like we have got a buzz. So we'll take out our phone and check it, and there'll be nothing there. But can you imagine, like, how engrossed are we inside of our tech that our brains are now perceiving something when when it's not really there? That's that's crazy to think, right? And that only occurs because we've spent so much time behind them. Yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. It was funny because I was listening to I went to a lecture and there was this doctor giving a talk about addictions. I mean, he first started off with drugs and alcohol, uh, and then he moved on to social media. Yeah. And he just mentioned this point that we now have like a less of an attention span than you know, a goldfish. Mm-hmm. And he goes every eight to ten seconds. Like he goes like most people now can't hold their concentration for sustained periods of time. Mm-hmm. That's because of the use of social media and so the use of their phones. Mm-hmm. And it's this thing, this uh, culture of uh, when people put things on the internet of uh, getting the do- dopamine effects from likes and reactions and mm-hmm. shares and subscribes and stuff like that. And this has in turn affected people's minds and moods. People are depressed or happy depending on their social media. Mm-hmm. And I think like if you're that involved with your, your social media, I think that's a dangerous place to be. Okay. And you need to change something about it because it will end up ruining your life. Yeah. So I think that leads on perfectly to the next point then, Kasim. Doing things for the gram. As I say, doing things for the gram, right? Um, as the saying goes, that... We do things for the tube. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of that concept? No, actually... As for YouTube, I think I need to turn these lights on. Um, but yeah, what do you think about what do you think about that concept that people are doing things only for the sake of getting that picture or getting that clip or whatever it may be to show the world? Okay, uh, what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, let's be honest. Look, uh, look at YouTube. Look at Instagram. The biggest pages you follow today are the biggest sort of like uh, pe- people. The best channels are all these pranks and all this stuff, which is quite ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Which is actually bringing no benefit to your life. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. You see a prank on somebody, which most of the time are staged, but not bringing any benefit to your life, and they just people doing crazy, stupid stuff just for reactions and just for likes and stuff. 
and and in a, in a sad way, it's it's sad that our society has gone that, down that path where they don't consume those things which are actually beneficial for them. Not being boring, but it's like what sort of benefit is this bringing to your life? The fact that you see somebody doing something crazy, mm-hmm. it's you know. Yeah. And we just live in this generation now where uh, some channels are that you know the big channels are getting paid and they made the life of this, but now you've got like normal kids who are just reenacting this and for no likes, for no reason, just because they've been influenced by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this. I think like it's almost like become pop culture, isn't it? Um, just doing things just for the sake of likes and stuff. And I know it's had such like toxic effects to an extent where even like Instagram itself has now created a function where you can hide the number of likes that are on your particular picture. Um, I think it's a good concept to at least limit the harms um, because people are just putting stuff out there just for the sake of um, appreciation or, you know, um, because they feel inadequate about themselves. These insecurities that people have. And this is the thing, like, you know, social media is never going to solve that problem. If you are insecure about uh, who you are as a person or your appearances or you have insecurities or whatever you are doing for the sake of people liking it is never ever ever going to create that insecurity you know it's never going to solve that issue at the end of the day if you are insecure about yourself and you feel inadequate i think this is like part of your life journey yeah. um i've had times in my life if i'm honest where i felt inadequate or um i've felt insecure about maybe the way I look or the 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 person who I am, okay? Um, but that is only overcome by self-reflection and about doing things, doing something about it, okay? Uh, some things are out of your control completely, okay? Um, for example, like, you know, your your appearance. For us normal day-to-day people, we're not going to go out there, out there and be able to afford to get cosmetic surgery or whatever it may be, okay? Um, I wouldn't want it, to be honest. Yeah, but look at him in ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is like these things, you you have to get over it. You know, if you're insecure about the way that you, um, the way that you look, um, you do what you can to a certain extent, and I completely understand about wanting to look nice. Okay, um, and I completely understand if somebody says I want to look the best version of myself. It may be in terms of your dress style and you dress nicely. It might be that, you know, uh, you you have your head in a certain way or whatever that you may do for the sake of trying to help you look better. I understand that and I'm a big I'm a big believer of that as well because you also need that for self-confidence as well. What I'm not a fan of is putting yourself out there and showing yourself for the sake of curing these insecurities, yeah. curing these insecurities by other people liking um, what, what you show. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is it, it's a very, very subtle difference. Um, like I mentioned, there are certain things, certain insecurities that you have about yourself that are not solvable. No. Okay. Um, no. you, you have to learn to sort of battle through them and, and get through them. There are other insecurities which are basically, you know, they are part of you. You That is who you are. And you have to learn to love yourself. No. Um, and there are other insecurities in which, you know, they are genuine problems and, you know, you need to, you need to do some, take some action. For example, I could turn around and say, I'm insecure about the knowledge I hold. I don't feel that I'm knowledgeable enough. No matter what anybody says to me, that's not going to cure it. You know, even if the most knowledgeable person sat next to me and said, you know what, put his hand on my shoulder and said, Yasin, no, you're a knowledgeable person. That's never going to solve that insecurity for me. What will solve that insecurity for me is if I continue in my journey of learning and I continue to tune myself up 
and eventually I'll come to a point where you know I'll, I'll have confidence and there's a difference between confidence and arrogance here as well I think I've just gone on a massive tangent here but inshallah <laughs> there's benefit in this as well um but yeah I think like this is this inadequacy or this insecurity is just being amplified more and more by social media and where people are looking for answers they're not going to get answers there and the quicker that we learn that the better inshallah it's uh, this thing of comparison yeah it's ultimately comparison yourself to other people and most uh, ideals you have in front of you especially on social media are fake just talking about from a boy's perspective is uh, when you see a lot of uh, what do you say gym guys mm-hmm. most of the guys on youtube are not natural they all claim to be natural but they're not mm-hmm. and they're selling you a product or they're selling you a sort of image and lifestyle which is fake mm-hmm. and they seem to you that you can reach this sort of level or this sort of physique naturally and when it's impossible to do so most people have fallen for that emotion. They can't see be further than that. Mm-hmm. What somebody telling you doesn't mean it's the entire truth. Yeah. What do you think about people like posting their food and stuff online, Kasim? Oh, oh, I should not swore, but no. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's all my reaction. No, it annoys me. Uh, it just annoys me. I don't need to see what you're eating, mate. Like, uh, most of the time, it probably looks good. It probably doesn't taste good. It probably <laughs> big bucks for it as well, let's be honest. No, I just, I'm sorry. It just annoys me, man. Like... If I go out with guys and they're taking pieces, oh, it just annoys me, man. It's like, come on, man. Just be here for a reason, you know. You know, you know. one thing I learned, this is what happens when you interact with different people. I was reading a book with one of my teachers. And we just read, like, it was just a normal book. And uh, he was talking about how the rich people in other countries eat. And he mentioned something which was very profound. Which was very, he didn't think anything of it, but I, read, I took it very personally and deep. He goes, uh, here in Egypt, uh, only the rich people get to eat meat. Because we don't get to eat meat. And I was just thinking, oh, wow, man. And even me, I think if you post your food all the time on social media, like, have some consideration to people who don't have that stuff. And they're looking mm-hmm. at it and they're thinking, oh, wow, what if we could, you know? Uh, but, you know, it just, from another perspective, it just annoys me. I just, just I want to eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, I, I don't want, I forget your picture. You know, I don't care, you know? Uh, I've had it times where like, I've been out with people and, um, I want to get my food, my plate of food has arrived and I want to eat and the person would be like, no, 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 sorry, I, just, I want to take a picture. But I'm hungry, man. I want to eat. Please, can you just let me eat <laughs> eat my food? And like, stopping people from eating their food because like, you want to get a picture to show everybody and honestly, I, I don't see the point. You know, if somebody here, like, can give me a reason as to why they post pictures of their food or videos of their food or whatever it may be before they eat, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear a perspective. As to why you, why you think that is is a good thing to do that, I I, I knew one person right. I'm not I'm not gonna hint who or anything, but literally every every time they were eating, the phone was out and a video or whatever it was to an extent like you know we were doing iftar together as well and you know they getting their phone out to record their iftar as well. Bro, I've just fasted for like eighteen hours, man. I want to eat my food. I don't want you to record my food. Um, no, it's a, I, I don't understand where that thought comes to people's mind of taking the. It's a disease, man. It's mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it's friggin' annoys me, man. You know? Yeah, um, I guess the other point, the other sort of negative of social media is, unfortunately, people are given a voice, um, who really shouldn't be given a voice. And <laughs> are you looking at us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think to be like you know, I'm not, I'm I'm well aware that we are potentially within that group as well. Okay. Um, and the sort of response that I'll give to it is that sometimes, especially within this day and age, you have youngsters who, unfortunately, they can't 
um, sort of they can't take advice from somebody that doesn't understand their lifestyle and their perspective and the way that they've grown up, okay? And because of that, I think people like myself and yourself, Kasim, people will take advice from us who are in our age group or maybe slightly younger than us or slightly older than us because they see that we've been through something similar, okay? And I think that's where maybe there's a very small slither of a platform that should be given to people like us. I repeat, it's a small slither, okay? Um, which is why I think, like, inshallah, hopefully what we are doing now and what we have been doing is of some benefit to people. Um, but like I said, completely agree that there are people who are given a platform that really shouldn't be. Okay? I, I think it's for every individual just to stay in their lane. Yeah. Like, uh, honestly, on this podcast, we're not going to discuss those things which we don't have any experience in. Mm-hmm. And we're not here to give you answers or we're not here to give you certain decisions. These are just things we're bringing up. Uh, we're trying to stay in our lane. And if you ever do get out of that, we do see something that was wrong, then we do accept the criticism. Mm-hmm. That's part of the journey. It's part of learning. It's part of growing. That's part of being sincere. Mm-hmm. And those on social media, you don't have that person. He makes a few videos and wants to be a celebrity. And he, he wants to think whatever he says is correct. And we don't have that sort of attitude. I hope we don't anyway. Yeah. And if you do say something wrong, you know, we will uh, accept the criticism. We're not we said that before as well mm. okay so i think like we've discussed quite a lot of positives and negatives i'm well aware of how long this episode is going on for now as well so i've sort of like skipped through some of the other negatives that um we've mentioned um within our notes i think to be honest talking about this casting right i think it'll be a really good episode in the future at some point where basically we go through like previous episodes and maybe add to each episode a bit you know and we might turn around and say, okay, we'll spend 10 minutes talking about something that we didn't talk about in XYZ episode and make it like as a as an extra cut, so to speak. Tangent. But yeah, anyway. Um, some hints and tips then, Kasim. Some advices for, especially our generation, the generation that's probably slightly above us and the younger generation, Muslims in particular, um, about how to use social media, um, what to restrict ourselves to. What do you... Uh, this is just personal opinion, personal advice. Uh, I use YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I Facebook, but I don't really use it. It's just if anyone needs to get in contact with me, it's quite useful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the reason I use Instagram is just to promote the podcast. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't post on anything. I don't put people on my explore page. Uh, YouTube, I use it for a lot of things. Learning a lot of stuff. A lot of free courses online, brilliant resources. Mm-hmm. YouTube, yeah. you you can personalize that you can follow who you want subscribe to who you want you go get playlist down i think it's an amazing too uh instagram just for promotion if i was to have a business as well if i was to have a business i would use instagram mm-hmm. uh, but again limit your use take the benefit what you need to don't spend too much time on it if it's like having a ne- negative effect on your life you need to leave it uh, mm-hmm. that's why personally i just don't use tiktok mm-hmm. i don't use uh, snapchat as well uh, that's just my difference yeah I think I'm in a similar sort of boy in terms of like what apps we use and what apps we don't use because I think our sort of concept on what's beneficial and what isn't is very similar in that sense. Um, I think rather than mentioning like what I use and what I don't use, maybe some other tips that I've sort of learned along the way. I think it's really important to have periods where like you completely detox yeah. and you you completely like sideline your phone or sideline social media um, and you're not using it at all where you might put your phone to one side um, you spend maybe six hours, half a day or a day, just not touching your phone. And there will be an urge to go to it. Yeah. But you've got to like just turn around and say, no, I'm not. 
I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, I was listening to actually a, a podcast in which um, somebody who's a tech reviewer, very, very big, he's got almost 10 million subscribers, right? Um, and I was listening to his po- uh, to a podcast that he was involved in and he was mentioning this where he's involved in tech so much, right? Revolving phones, revolving different gadgets and things like that. But he has this where he completely detoxes, doesn't go anywhere near his phone. The urge is there to go, but he spends time away from it. Um, another thing will be like disabling notifications. So like I turn off my WhatsApp notifications, which is why on my WhatsApp status it says, if you need me, ring me, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't have my notifications turned on. Sometimes some people like will ask me, you know, they'll send me a message. I'll reply like seven hours later. I didn't have my notifications yeah, yeah. turned on, so I didn't know your message. Um, if it was urgent, ring me. Um, there are other applications that exist as well, paid for applications where basically you you can shut down all your notifications to a phone or you can set a timer of how long you use a particular app yeah. for. So let's say, for example, you set yourself one hour of all your social media per day. Once you've used up that one hour in that day, there's a lock on that app now. You can't open that app until midnight again, um, which is really beneficial. Yeah. Um, definitely keeping an eye out on your, like, your screen on time and screen usage time, you know. Um, they're really helpful just day to day, just knowing how long you spent on your phone. Yeah. Um, and also there are like well-being apps that can help us as well. Um, just keep our sanity. At the end of the day, like social media has its benefits, it has its negatives as well. And its negatives are quite severe in terms of like our mental health and even in terms of like our physical health as well. Like there are people who have like conditions in their neck and stuff because they're constantly looking down on yeah. their phone or they have problems with their eyes where they struggle to focus in real life now because they spent so much time with their phone so close to them. Um, I sort of try to like wrap up everything uh, quite quickly because I'm aware of like how long this episode's gone on. But is there anything else that you sort of want to end on? No, I think we just need more lunch on that. Okay. Zakhla um, for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts on social media and stuff. Like I said, I think this is a contested topic, Kasim. Um, everybody's going to have their own views on it. Yeah. Completely appreciate that. Um, if you differ from our views, I'd love to hear what your views are about some of these things. I know that we've been quite strong in terms of our views because that's what they are at the end of the day, you know. Um, if you have any other thoughts that you'd like to share, feel free to share them below. If you agree with what we said, we'd love to hear, inshallah, we'd love to hear that you agree with us and, you know, we're not just talking complete nonsense that's not applicable to, to anybody around the world, inshallah. Uh, so, Zakhullah for you uh, listening. As always, like, share and subscribe to the video. Um, share with your friends and family. Um, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.